God damn, Dre, you didn't get a prenup? Let's get it. Yo, what's going on, squad? It's your boy DJ Skinless here, and we're back with another hip-hop news video. For this one, I'm going to break down Dr. Dre is now getting a divorce. Alright, so we got this article here on Yahoo.com, and the title reads, Dr. Dre's wife Nicole Young files divorce after 24 years of marriage. People confirms that Young filed for divorce on Monday, citing irreconcilable differences as a reason for their separation. She is also seeking spousal support. Attorneys for the pair did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment. The couple who made their last public appearance together at the Tom Ford Fashion Show in February wed in May 1996 and shared two children together, a 23-year-old son and a 19-year-old daughter. Dre-born Andre Young is also dad to four kids, daughters Tyra and Latanya Danielle Young, as well as sons Marcel and Curtis. And this goes on to say, according to the TMZ, Dr. Dre and Nicole did not have a prenup associated with their marriage in 1996. In 2019, Forbes estimated that Dr. Dre's net worth is well over $800 million, putting him at number two on the year's list of the world's wealthiest hip-hop artists. Which is kind of crazy because he hasn't dropped an album in so long, except for that Compton soundtrack. In December of that year, Dr. Dre topped the earnings of the decade with $950 million, thanks mostly to his Beats Electronics empire. Before he wed Nicole Young in 1996, Dre amassed his fortunes as a founding member of the legendary rap group N.W.A., before releasing his solo debut album The Chronic in 1992 under Death Row Records, which also was a record label he co-owned at the time, before he founded his current label Aftermath Entertainment. After his departure from Death Row in 1996, he went on to sign Eminem and 50 Cent. In the 2000s, Dre focused on producing for other artists including Snoop Dogg, The Game, and Kendrick Lamar, as well as Eminem. In July 2008, he released his first product under Beats by Dre, which was eventually bought out by Apple for over $3 billion in May 2014. What's really crazy about this is that Nicole Young is actually a lawyer, so she's not really just a stay-at-home mom. So when this whole case goes to court or they have a settlement, more likely than not, Nicole Young is going to come away with the bag, I feel, because there was no prenup at all. As well, she wasn't a stay-at-home mom, so you can argue that she already had a well-established career, and that's such a lifestyle that she would have to maintain as well as provide for, for her children. And the recent news is that Nicole Young, even though she's already a lawyer, she's actually getting help from a celebrity lawyer by the name of Samantha Spector. From what we know, Samantha Spector is the founder of Spector Law, a professional law corporation, law firm established in 2012, which focuses on family law matters. She has been practicing for over 20 years. She has been featured in Hollywood Reporter and is a steam list of Hollywood troubleshooters, top 20 lawyers for divorces, plea deals, and death plans. Samantha has also been named one of the most influential women attorneys in Los Angeles by Los Angeles Business Journal. And this also goes on to say every year since 2013, Samantha repeatedly has been recognized as one of the top women attorneys in family law in Southern California. So just looking at this, Dr. Dre is going to have a hard time winning any type of judgment in his favor during this divorce. Because not only he has Nicole Young, his wife, that's familiar in law, but he's also going against a top celebrity lawyer and female lawyer in California. Now, one of the more interesting things about this divorce is that, yeah, Dr. Dre is worth $800 million, which is kind of crazy because we all seen that big deal with Apple for $3 billion and he only got $800 million. That's most likely because other people built the product and there was also other members that created that product as well as marketed it. So there was probably other people that had to be paid during that process there. But even worth $800 million, and if you will say that it will go 50-50, that still gives Dr. Dre $400 million to mess around with, right? That's still more money than anyone can ever ask for. But here's the kicker. In some cases like this, 
the woman actually makes out a lot more than the man. And I just don't mean in general. I mean in celebrity cases like this. If a man has the potential to make more money for years to come, they may make this more equal in favor of the woman due to that matter. So if Dr. Dre has the potential to earn tens of millions of dollars going forward, even after his divorce, they may give Nicole Young more money or more ownership in the aftermath or whatever business that Dr. Dre owns due to that matter. So instead of Nicole Young having a 50-50 split, she may get 60%. So you're still looking at around $480 million going to Nicole Young and under $400 million, around $300 million to $390 million possibly going to Dr. Dre. Now from what I know, Universal Music Group owns Aftermath and Dr. Dre is just a founding member. So there's no way that Aftermath could be lost to Nicole Young. However, it's undisclosed whether how many shares Dr. Dre actually owns, whether these shares can be affected by Nicole Young, whether she will get a majority or half or whatever. But since Universal Music Group is the parent company, there is no way that that company could possibly go under or be affected by this arrangement here. So when we look at the reasons as to why this probably happened, I just want to speculate. It's just my opinion and it's maybe different than yours i have a lot of respect for dr dre i think he's one of the best producers of all time and this is not for me to hate on dre or anything like that because dr dre is one of my favorite musical artists one of my favorite rappers one of my favorite hip-hop producers and he's pretty much a main reason why i got into music other than tupac but he does have some demons in his closet he also took a lot of credit for a lot of stuff that he had actually help on such as still dre scott storch and jay-z helped out with a lot of that RBX helped him out with a lot of songs, and Hitman helped him out with writing a lot of songs for The Chronic 2001. But despite all that, Dr. Dre is still an iconic figure in rap. And regardless of what happens here, that won't ever change. So possibly a reason why this happened could be that there has been physical altercations between Nicole Young and Dr. Dre. And like I said, I'm just speculating. I don't really know for sure. However, Dr. Dre does have a history of this throughout his life going back as early as 1991. In 1991, there was a Rolling Stones article in which Dee Barnes was a television show host and she described an incident where Dr. Dre slammed her face and the right side of her body repeatedly against a wall near a stairway, possibly where the TV show was actually being recorded at. We aren't too sure. Barnes would eventually sue Dr. Dre for $22 million and wrote about the incident in 2015, right before Straight Outta Compton came out. And then there's also reports that Dr. Dre tried to throw her down a flight of stairs before kicking her hands and ribs as well. And then also in the Straight Outta Compton movie, you had Dr. Dre and Michelle A, which she recorded vocals with Tupac on many songs such as Run the Streets. Dr. Dre's on record saying, I apologize to the women I've hurt. I deeply regret what I did, and I know that it has forever impacted all of our lives. 25 years ago, I was a young man drinking too much and in over my head with no real structure in my life. However, none of this is an excuse for what I did. I've been married for 19 years and every day I'm working to be a better man for my family, seeking guidance along the way. I'm doing everything I can so I can never resemble that man again. Michelle also stated that Dr. Dre also abused her as well, and that's when she actually started drugs and they actually had a son together. And Dr. Dre went on to actually deny that he actually abused Michelle. So this has been an ongoing thing with Dr. Dre and women, as well as him trying to protect himself as well, so we can't rule out that this may be the root cause as to why this divorce is actually occurring. But Nicole Young being involved with him for 24 years or whatever, obviously they probably had their ups and downs as well. But I don't want anyone to say, oh, she's a gold digger because she could have left at any time and still made all this money. 
No one could have foreseen Dre Beats actually being sold for $3 billion or even Dr. Dre even producing headphones when he did with that company that he was involved with. However, Nicole Young, she could have dipped out 2003, 2004. And Dr. Dre still would have been worth over well over $100 million. She was still got a bag back then. So if she was a gold digger, I think she would have dipped out a long time ago. But since she had a family with him, I think it was more than just that. And we can't really say that she had no way of helping Dr. Dre because we don't know. Yeah, she was a stay-at-home mom. She raised Dr. Dre's children. But if she wasn't there to do that, would Dr. Dre made all those classics that he did? Would he been in the studio at the time he made the songs? We can't really say if she was just the beauty behind the brains or if she was actually the brain. We don't really know because sometimes in relationships, a woman can motivate you, can tell you how to do a certain type of thing that can actually help you in your business life as well. So this could be something that she could argue that she was actually the brains and she actually helped Dr. Dre to get where he's at. And being there 24 years and having kids, she has a strong case. So is this really going to hurt Dr. Dre? Probably not. You know, he's still going to be worth $300, $400 million. He doesn't have to worry about anything ever again. He's still going to make royalties on future songs that he releases through Eminem and whatever artists that he chooses to produce for. But for me, if I lost $400 million, I would be looking to the future, looking for a way to make even more money. So I'm going to give Dr. Dre some suggestions here. And you know, if you're a fan of mine and you've been listening to me, you already know what I'm going to say. I'm going to talk about Death Row Records. I'm going to talk about the Tupac catalog. And I'm going to talk about Detox. And really, that's what needs to be said. Dr. Dre can come out with new headphones. He can come out with new streaming services. He can do any type of thing like that. And he can actually push it and market it well through his own social media, as well as 50 Cent social media and Eminem. He can go on tour to make the money back. But like I said, what I think he should do, him and Jimmy Iovine, if you're only worth $300 million, $400 million, you can just call it shop, you know, and not even do nothing, just collect royalties. But we don't know how much of the royalties that he's going to get if it's going to be affected through this divorce. Nicole Young may get a percentage of those royalties. And if I was Nicole Young, right, I would definitely want a share of the royalties for any of his songs that he recorded since 1996. And what's being reported is that Nicole Young cannot get her hands on anything from before they were actually together. So if they only got wedded in 1996, and that's the date, Obviously, she can't touch the Chronic album. And obviously, she can't touch any of the Death Row stuff because that's actually owned by Hasbro Entertainment One and not Dr. Dre. But the majority, after work, the Chronic 2001, as well as all the stuff with Eminem, she may actually win royalties or publishing rights to some of those songs as well. That's the main dilemma here. So not only would Dr. Dre lose money, he may lose future income from those songs as well. Because... Say like someone like Daz Dillinger made Two America's Most Wanted, right? Even though that song came out so long ago, it's still getting streaming hits. It's still getting views on YouTube. So not only does the Tupacca State Universal get some of that pie, you know, Daz still gets money just for making that beat. And that's same with Dr. Dre. Anything that he put his hands on, he's still making money with that, right? So if I'm Nicole Young, I'm definitely going to want a piece of that pie. Because, yeah, even if I'm Nicole Young and I got to give up maybe an extra $100 million, I would definitely say, okay... Give me 300 million, give me 350 instead of 400. But I want some rights to The Chronic 2001. I want some rights to these Eminem song, or at least a percentage, you know? Because that was set, Nicole Young, and if she gets married again to a guy that has kids and whatever, she's still gonna make all this money that she can just bank for decades and decades to come for not only herself, but her kids. But yeah, you can argue she can just take the 400 million and invest some of it, and she'll be set there too. So it really doesn't matter. But if I'm Dr. Dre, I would think about, you know, with Jimmy Iovine, Eminem, maybe going at 
Hasbro, right? Because Hasbro is just going to be collecting royalties on his Death Row catalog. They're not really interested in putting anything out such as what Wyatt Awake was doing in 2010. So if I'm Dr. Dre, I would want to get my hands on my Death Row stuff. And this would be material that he recorded from 1990 to 1996 that Nicole Young would have no rights to regardless because she wasn't even there for that. And this would be a settlement made after the divorce. So Dr. Dre could start making money on The Chronic, make money on the original Doggy Style. You can even actually get Snoop Dogg to be a partner in this. So you got Snoop, Eminem, Dr. Dre, 50 Cent, Jimmy Iovine, whoever, and they could buy out Death Row Records from Hasbro. And you'll see this was sold for around 15 to 20 million back in 2010. Even though the estimated value is well over 200 million, I don't believe it's worth that much. So they can probably get it for a lot cheaper. And 200 million is chump change if you have all these artists combined go at it. So yeah, once he would own Death Row Records, he'll get royalties for all those songs, future remastered versions, future uses in movies and things like that. He can also do whatever he wants with those songs with greatest hits, whatever. And he can put out new versions of those albums, make more money. He can put out new versions of Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style, the Dogfather album, Death Row Greatest Hits, new versions of All Eyes of Me, Machiavelli. They own that too, and not Universal. And then he can also release his unreleased stuff from the Death Row period, as well as Snoop Dogg's material from that time period as well, as new albums or mixtapes. And then he can do the exact same thing with the detox songs that he's been making since 2002. He probably has well over 50 to 60 songs that he made since 2002 from Hitman, from Crooked Eye, from Royce 59, ghostwriting his stuff. You can find stuff with Ludacris actually rapping like Dr. Dre online. So there's a whole bunch of material that he can release multiple versions of Detox, like a mixtape type series or an album series, and get that out there so he can make royalties on those songs as well. And then again, you have the Tupac catalog, which Death Row probably owns around three to four albums of material from Machiavelli, the All Eyes of Me albums, and the soundtrack songs from Gang Related and Gridlock. And then he can partner with the Tupac Estate and Universal to actually release new material of Tupac during his death row time period as well, bundled along with those songs. So that's how I would go about making more money back if I was Dr. Dre. Buy the death row catalog with Snoop, with Eminem, Jimmy Iovine. Then you own your own songs, you have your own publishing rights, and you can release your own material the way you want it. Make your money back. Alright guys, drop your comments below how you feel about this. I just want to give a shout out to all the people in the fandom menace, as well as the hip hop universe army that came to my aid. My YouTube channel was down back in June 20th, and after that, my channel's down for about five days for no reason at all. I have no strikes, no guideline strikes, nothing at all, and they took down my channel. I don't know if it was false flagged or if it was just a bot going crazy. I don't really know, but I don't think I would have got my channel back if you guys didn't harass YouTube on Twitter, which is kind of crazy that we got to do something like that just to get their attention because we have no way to contact them. But I just want to give a shout out to all you guys. I'm really grateful and I'm so appreciative that you guys actually helped me out. Thank you. Alright guys, this is DJ Scanlon signing out. Peace out.